0: Welcome to Tea Time with Tawana. I'm so excited that you have tuned in. I'm just a not-so-small-town Jersey girl who uses sarcasm to get through life. I'm a paralegal, entrepreneur, gymnastics coach, and freelance writer. You will get a sneak peek into my life, a dose of truth, reality, and funny. Sarcasm, as you know, is my jam, and I can promise you that you will hear that side of me a lot in this podcast. Lessons I have learned on this journey called life some of my favorite things, and very, very special guests. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone. I struggle and have fears too, but I also like to laugh oftentimes at myself because there really is no other way to get through life. Am I right? My hope for you at the end of every episode is for you to walk away with more than you came with. So without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. you guys so so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Tea Time with Tawana. In this week's episode, I'm talking to my little cousin Blair. I'm asking her what it really is like to be a Jersey girl living out in Southern California, what she's been doing since she's been out there, what she's learned since she's been living out there, away from the best coast, the east coast, what she does for her self-care routine, if she has any advice for anyone that wants to move across the country. And we're just catching up because we haven't seen or talked to each other in a while. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi, guys. Welcome to Tea Time with Tawana. This week, I have my little cousin, Blair. She is calling in from the good old West Coast in Cali. And we miss her out here on the East Coast, but she's doing her thing out there. So, Blair, I miss you. I
1: miss you, too this is so cool that you have a podcast
0: i know and at the end of the last one Shree was like congratulations on making it to itunes because <laughs> itunes um i uploaded to itunes and then i'm also now i just realized on stitcher spotify google play Castbox, and i think one other thing like i did all that last night oh cool yeah how did you already talk about the process of like in the last episode, kind of how you no. or Are you going to say that for a different one? I guess I'll say that for a different one because I told Sheree that she needs to um interview me for one of my episodes. She's yeah, sure. Your listeners will want to. Yeah, I want to know about like the process and how you did. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. Cool. So Blair, tell the listeners who you are, how I we know each other, and how old you are. I mean, they already know your name. I just said it, but. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm Blair. I'm 24. Um. Well, let soon me to now. be 25. Soon to be 25. Yes. For <laughs> <a> birthday <laughs> month. Um, yeah. I was like, let me just say how I know you. You're my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so and, the people know. <laughs> so that the people know. Um. I'm from New Jersey, just like you, down the street. Woo <laughs> And yeah, I think that is everything. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So where did you go to college, and what is your degree in? I went to college at the University of Maryland in College Park, and I got a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology. They okay. went a Bachelor of Science. A lot of people had things to say about that.
1: Wait, but they did it in what
0: with the Bachelor of Science? They said that our degree or like the major itself didn't qualify as a Bachelor of Science. So ours was a Bachelor of Arts. Yeah, and some people had a lot to say about that, but I was just like, I think that's still okay. Um, yeah. You know. But yeah, so I went there for undergrad and then for grad school, which I'm finishing up some requirements for that now, um, which is why I'm also out in San Diego, Woo! The University of San Diego Woo-hoo! for family, family therapy for my master's. And that was a two-year program and that is finished. And yeah, so here we are. Right on the edge of um, my anxiety because I don't have a job yet. So, <laughs> yeah, but didn't you just the training that you did? I guess you can get into that more in the episode, but yeah, just to lead the listeners, then you may have a job soon or I it won't be a paying job, it'll be a volunteer position. Okay, is within the field that I want to continue in doing. It's just some type of meaningful work and. I'm probably just going to get a job that will give me money.
1: In the next that week. will give me money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That'll write <bring> you paychecks. <laughs> exactly, and so the volunteering will be things that I actually enjoy. Because yeah, they, you know, want a little bit of both. What made yeah. you want to get your degree in psychology? I remember a long time ago you wanted to be like a mediator, like you wanted to come oh, in, yeah, like yeah, there's. Was- there was a show on USA. It was so cool. It was called Fairly Legal. And it was about this girl who, I think her family, or maybe it was her husband and her parents or something, and they were all lawyers. And oh, did how like lawyers sometimes have the reputation of kind of like tearing families apart, things like that. And mm-hmm. like just different, she had a different idea of how she wanted things to be handled legally. So she became a mediator. And I was really interested in that because it just seemed it seemed less contentious and less good. Yeah. Um, and I really like that. And then in high school, I took my first psychology class and I loved it. And I had no idea what I wanted to do in college. And then senior year, I took that psych class and I ended up picking psych as my major and still really liking it all throughout college. Um, and then just random experiences happening in life where things mm-hmm. kind of lined up. Because I didn't know I wanted to do marriage and family therapy either until senior year of college. so I was gonna say until about two years ago when um yeah, some things happened in our pit <laughs> <laughs> That's too that's too <laughs> so. well, that's cool. who did you have for psych i don't I don't remember having psych in high school. No, I think she was a new teacher and I think her name was Miss Mullen, but I don't remember and it actually makes me kind of sad because she was a great teacher yeah. Um, Peyton, she's a senior now in high school. I know, so I weird. That, teachers, that teacher isn't there anymore, so maybe oh. or something, or I don't know. Did but, we have like behavioral science in high school? I don't remember like any psych classes. No, no, and I feel like it was just added. It was a a new class by the time I was a senior. So, I think the closest thing to psych was world cultures. <laughs> That's not even close. I know. <laughs> Wait, did we yeah, we did have work. I had Mr. Laffy. Mr. Laffy? Laddie? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. (laughs) Laddie. So familiar. Yeah, he was there when I was there. I can see him in my head. Yeah, Yeah. he did student council. And I was in student council.
1: That's right. I remember all that.
0: Like the government, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I never had him as a teacher though. He was really cool. I think it was. 10th grade or 11th grade so 11th grade history I had Mr. Musgrave and he knew Papa and like Uncle Daryl and everybody like he knew them from growing up like I well he was I think like Papa's age so he knew like either he knew Papa or I think he did know Papa because I like I remember um like going over there after school and like saying the name and he was like oh yeah like I know him Oh. like papa knew everybody anyway so
1: literally knew everybody
0: and shereen and i were talking on the last podcast we were it was just when i was texting you about the thunderstorm and we were like talking about like nanny and papa's house and then we were just like if like, you ask any, any it, of our cousins huh it didn't make sense to me like obviously at the time like you don't know any better so you just do it your grandparents are telling you to do yeah I remember being in school and learning that like I would have been fine had I turned on yeah. the water.
1: Like it's yeah,
0: not it's so uh, funny. But we are just like, if you ask any of our cousins, that's like one of the memories that they remember. I was just like, if you were anywhere in the house and it started thundering, Is Nanny like demands that we came downstairs. Girls, please come downstairs. I was like, yeah, for fear of us like walking in front of a window or like touching anything like lines, turn off the lights and dying. That's great. And like unplugging the phone and the TV. Oh my gosh, I was like, okay. And then we just sat in the dark. And then, like, we were not allowed to leave until the storm passed.
1: Yeah.
0: And nobody was allowed over because she wouldn't open the door <laughs> until after the storm. Then we were talking about like all the theme dinner nights. Like, I figured you would have everything down packed. Like, Friday oh yeah. used to be spaghetti, but it used to be Thursday because we had homework. What? It used to be Thursday, but we had homework. So I switched it to Friday for spaghetti. Oh, that's nice. I um, think you were younger. I was about to say, I don't remember that switch. It was always Fridays. Yeah. And yeah. then um, Monday was when they broiled chicken. It was. Yo. Fun. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I miss Papa, obviously, because I miss him, but I was like, I want some of that chicken. <laughs> Wait, in the training that I did um, for the grief training, like we talked about our grief story with yeah. the person that died, and we yeah. did this one exercise that they do for the kids. And <laughs> they're like, I wonder, I miss. And I wish, mm-hmm. and my I wish was, I wish you were still here because like sometimes I'll taste food and it reminds me yeah. of the food that you cook. So I drew a picture of every day of the week and the foods that he'd cook on every yeah. day. Yeah. And like the Spanish rice and the chili. Cherie said that, I was never a fan. I never liked Spanish yeah. rice. Yeah. How about Spanish rice was so good. A little <laughs> sprinkle of sugar on top. To okay, Royce. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good oh so good that's so funny and then so and wait and the that they cook the sausages in? that's what Cherie said i could not remember that container yeah you still don't i'll pull up a picture for you because me taylor and Peyton talked about this at our family dinner on vacation this past summer and we were like look it up like it's the pot it's black every black grandparent has it and like you cook it yeah yeah I'll look it up. Because Cherie said there was like a blue container he used to put like leftover sausage in. I don't remember that at all. Yes. And then when we were done and we wanted spaghetti in a bag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I can literally still smell like the peppers and onions throughout the house on Friday. Yeah. And then when we get there and we're so hungry and we're like, can we have a snack? And up's like, there's cucumbers and tomatoes and Italian dressing ready. And we're like, yes not what i meant but okay that's I'm just, like really liking that that's where i like can't, that's where i probably got the idea to do that like that's where i fell in love with like that idea of a snack but the yeah. thing is like they always had stuff like pre-cut oh the snacks yeah. are already cut up for you girls just go get them in the fridge
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah yeah it was the best and we were like yeah there is Welch's White Grape Juice. Welch's White Grape. Yo, and Mama, I mean, Mama, I'm sorry. Nanny would have those ready for us in sippy cups in the fridge. And I just remember thinking that it was so normal. And one day, my dad came in. Tawana, picture this. I'm like 11 or 12. <laughs> you still the sippy cup? Why are you drinking out of a sippy cup? And she's like, Nanny, get these girls regular cups. I was like, no, this is how it goes. And like, we'd fight over the colors. <laughs> Pabie. Oh my god wow i was in middle school like i did not need to be drinking welch's white grape out of a sippy cup um let's talk about the bowl with the straw that baby used uh, to um drink her soup out of her chicken and stars and her chunky soup the only thing she would eat like obviously we fed her but like that's like the only thing she ate
1: <laughs> that imposter
0: yes oh my god with no red sauce no red sauce and we talking about all the good snacks: ginger snaps, vanilla wafers.
1: I like those
0: chips, like the Jello. I never was a fan of Jello, but they always had bang and ice cream. Ice cream, and then Papa would get the small sweet pickles, and then I dip that in the ice cream. See, I like sour pickles, and he started getting those. It's like you have to like tell them what you want, and they get it. And they get it for you, yeah. Yeah. So good. Oh my gosh. And then Thursdays. Wait, one of the days was Chinese pizza thursday was pizza friday was spaghetti tuesday it was like that wild card day so like maybe it was beefaroni maybe it was the spaghetti. what about the pork chops the same way he made the chicken i feel like they'd swap those in and out yeah on mondays and then remember nanny used to make this like it was like noodles and chicken like i don't know how to explain it but it was in that big huge silver pot it was like the egg noodles yeah yeah Yeah. i think it was like chicken and dumplings without the dumplings yeah yeah that was good though but I used to love spending the night at their house and like on the weekends I would wake up to like the smell of biscuit biscuits
1: mm-hmm.
0: or like I would already be awake and like and just like I mean anyone can make it but like they had that oven that was like attached to the wall yeah. so it was like a chef's oven
1: uh-huh.
0: and it's like the way they would just like make their eggs like still to this day like it doesn't like no one makes that it's weird, because, like, it's just scrambled eggs, but...
1: But it was just so good.
0: Yeah. Those were the days. Yeah. Like, anything... Like, I feel like they only went food shopping, like, because they had grandkids, because they knew we were coming over.
1: Yeah. I was like, they always have stuff.
0: Like they never not had food.
1: hmm
0: And, like, Papa would always go to the store, then he'd always call when he was outside, and Nanny would open the door. <laughs> and we would always always listen to the lion king cassette tape in that car Mm -hmm. oh my gosh yes and you'd flip it over and then you get to the elton john side of things and i'm like oh my gosh that's why i know every single word to all those songs and like it's It's every day and i told sure like even up until he got sick and right before he passed away he was still we were still having these weekly themed dinners Mm. Yes. i guess he just wants to like keep it as normal as possible yeah yeah so i appreciate that mm-hmm. but yeah i was like yo i miss that chicken it's That's like the- they broiled it but they i don't know if it was breaded or was, there was something i don't know how like it was salty but like it didn't bother me because it was like part of like whatever the breading was it wasn't like it he poured a whole thing it. of salt but it you know, was I- just and it was crispy but not like fried or crunchy. And it, it was like, perfect. Yeah. And then they we would like they would make food for like everyone, like the kids and like our parents. Like there was never like not enough. Yeah. Wow. Oh my That's gosh.
1: Crazy. And they do it like,
0: every day. Yes. I feel like if they didn't have great I mean, obviously when they had like our parents growing up, they would, but like before we yeah. came into the picture. <laughs> Oh man, I feel like that's what they wanted, like that house to be like a gathering spot. And it was. And I told I was telling everybody in the podcast last time, I was like, first I was like, we grew up half at our house, half at our grandparents' house, and I was like, wait a second, half at our or third at our cousin's house, a third at our house, and a third at our grandparents' house.
1: <laughs> I was like, I was over your house
0: all the time, swimming at your pool all the time and I will never forget the play school flashlight 16th birthday incident remember it was your birthday and you were turning 16 and me and Cherie just wanted to come to the party and hang out with you guys and you were like uh like you didn't you never said it to us but your mom was like girls like because we were eight and seven years old yeah girls like go upstairs it's time for you to go to bed (laughs) and we just wanted to come downstairs so bad because you guys were like teenagers and stuff and then later on that night I didn't I never realized (laughs) your alarm was motion sensor like that (laughs) but if you just run really quick you'll be fine and we wanted to get the flashlight because it was the play school one that changed colors like when you switch something around (laughs) yes I remember wasn't it black and we yeah we ran so fast and then I don't remember if I got it or not but I like the alarm went off and we ran so fast back to Charisse room and pretended to be asleep because we yeah. didn't want to get in trouble <laughs> obviously your mom knew it was us so yeah that, no, that
1: was so terrifying
0: funny. yes listeners we are far apart today. not that terribly far yeah. I'm seven and a half years older than my sister like eight and seven kind of older than Blair three yeah. and Blair are like seven months apart Blair's older yeah and then your sisters I'm older than them but like like yeah there's an age gap and like an age difference but it was never like like guys like we still like hung out yeah and I feel like even more so now obviously because we're all much older but like yeah. what are you gonna do and hang out and what are we gonna talk about when you're like 18 and I'm yeah. ten? you know yeah uh-huh. But yeah, no, but it's just like, even though there's an age gap, it's just like, I have two, so there's 10 of us, I have two older cousins, the rest are younger than me, but it's like all of you guys fun, and that's the thing, I would, like, whenever I talk about, like, my cousins and you guys, I'm just like, yeah, like, we hang out, or like, when we did when we were home, like, we hung out all the time, and like, holidays are going to be different now, obviously, but I mean, like, it doesn't, like, change our relationship, but I was just like, they're like, you hang out with your cousins all the time, I'm like, yeah, they live, like,
1: seven minutes up the road. <laughs>
0: it was always crazy to me when people were like yeah I only see my cousins once a year and I was like what like, I see yeah them so many times a week exactly so I don't know I just thought that was cool I was like yeah they're like my best friends like we hang out all the time I was like yeah. who else to be able to get through this these crazy family functions like I can't get through it without any without them <laughs> <laughs> or like talk about things that like they only they understand
1: yeah that
0: only we would know yeah i was like oh so like when i see people close to their cousins i'm like oh that reminds me of my cousins yeah that's so cool that's why we all should just move to the dc maryland virginia area which basically is just me because yeah. my- i'm the only one <laughs> that's not there um But that's the vision I have in my head. Like, we'll all be at least an hour to two hours away, max. Remember we had a vision or someone that, maybe you did, we wanted to all get a beach house like the Outer Banks. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We will do cousins, like, the next generation. I was like, our parents don't get to go. It'll just be us. I know. Because I feel like, I wonder if when our parents were growing up, they were like, oh, when I have kids, I want them to be close. Yeah. I don't know if they thought of, I feel like they probably did think about that because, like, just Willingboro in general, I feel like mm-hmm. yeah, it's changed since they were growing up. But there was just such a strong pull for community, like mm-hmm. the amount of people that our parents still know from high school. And ridiculous. Talk to and are still in touch. Like I don't think I need to see people from high school. Well, that that too. To. Yeah. You know
1: what I mean?
0: Like I think there's yeah. just there's a very different sense of community, and it was really important. And so everybody was involved, and the idea of keeping family close was really important too oh yeah I thought about that but I don't know I'm just like as long as I'm close to my family and the friends that are important to me I think I'm okay yeah so let's claim it now our kids are going to be as close as we are yeah the next generation of cuzos
1: yeah
0: oh well that's Brayden and Isabella so awesome oh yeah and Michaela and Anaya and Anaya so we can keep it going guys they're going to be a lot older than our kids but it's okay (laughs) yeah that's exciting i know that's exciting so so many people out here say like (laughs) it's very southern california they're like well in this new season of life i'm like okay and so i say it sometimes jokingly but also seriously But, like, mainly just to, like, poke fun a little bit. I was like, well, I'm in this new season of life where I'm trying to eat more kale. Like, you know what I mean? So just joke around. But, no, yeah. They'll be in a different season of life. They will. It'll be good. Yeah. So now that we went off in a tangent for 20 minutes, which is fine, because I love it. Because I miss talking to you. What do you like to do in your spare time in Cali? In California? Okay. Well, the weather's typically always really nice. Especially in Jealous. Jealous. So I don't love to run, <laughs> <laughs> but I have really found that I do like cardio. Um, I have a spin class that I go to here. It's like maybe 10, 15 minutes from my house. It's called Spark Cycle. It's so fun. Yeah, that's I so cool. To it when they were here for graduation. Yeah. Uh, wake up bright and early. We are going to that 7.15 a.m. class. Brian, Royce, Taylor, and Peyton all on the bikes <laughs> with the instructor. I look over the mirror and like, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't tell if they were like enjoying them Or if they were dying. Or they were dying. <laughs> but I was like, all right, well, we're already here. Can't back out now. Right. And I think that they liked it. When I talked to it, my dad liked it, and so did my mom. But
1: good. Yeah,
0: so that was good. So I like to do that. Um, I, I say I like to go hiking, which is true, but I haven't gone on an actual hike in a while. Like a lot of the quote unquote hikes I've gone on have been strolls to very like scenic routes to like different waterfalls or being on like walking on the beach. Um, well, not just walking on the beach, but like there are cliffs, yada, yada, all that stuff. Yeah. And so that's nice. Um, but I'm trying just different things that are specific to this area or that are things are known for in San Diego. So well, actually, when Jamira comes out here in a couple of weeks, I think we're going to go paddleboarding because I've never done that before. Ooh. I tried to go surfing once successfully, sort of. It was easy and it was fun. Well, it wasn't super easy. And then the second time I went and I like jammed my thumb into the ground yeah. and I'm pretty sure I sprained it and it still hurts. And I'm like, okay, well, that's annoying. But I think I'm going um, gonna to try again soon. Um, and then obviously just like with my program a lot of it is mental health focused and all that Mm -hmm. stuff and so a lot of things that i do for self-care those have become my hobbies which are new so reading different books a lot of brene brown brene brown oh yeah you are a big fan of her yeah i really really enjoy that um i brought my ukulele back here which i haven't even touched it but it's on the list of things that i want to pick up again um yeah, just being outside, staying active, which, you know, was probably not a part of my life as much on the East Coast, because I was just like, let's go to the movies. Let's. Well, because it snows here, which is ridiculous. Exactly. exactly. And so, because the weather is always so great, I'm like, well, let me just take advantage of this. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what I do. And it's nice. Well, that's cool. hmm so I know you like to take a lot of pictures. It's almost like you're like a self-made photographer. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah. Like you take I mean, pictures of food. I, and... Yeah. Someone asked me, they were like, why do you like taking pictures of food? And I was like, I don't <laughs> you really can be know. a food blogger. But I do like it. Yeah. Someone was saying that the other day. Um, they were like, oh, you you should like turn this into a job because you're good at it. And I was like, if I knew how to turn this into a job, like I would have done that ages ago, well, but I feel like there are still ways that I can figure it out, because just yeah. like a hustle, you know? Um,
1: you but, can sell your
0: pictures to people. Yeah, I just, I like taking pictures and creating memories because I like mm-hmm. putting videos together too. Yes, um, guys, she's an awesome video editor. I think I really, I think I like that even more than like the photography aspect of things, because I just like when things tell a story And you don't really have to explain it with your words necessarily, just that peace speaks for itself. So, like on YouTube, I have a YouTube channel and it's just like silly, like stupid videos. Yeah, stupid videos from like college. And then there are a couple of videos since being out here, just of friends and our times together and stuff like that. Just like feel good, laugh out loud kind of stuff, which is fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on Instagram, I just have a bunch of pictures of food and then just scenery but also people too that just kind of capture people when they feel good which is awesome yeah and I want people to feel good when they see it or be like oh I wish that I was a part of that moment and even though I'm not a part of it like I still feel connected to it in some way yeah I like that I like creating good vibes I have one here event planning where did I get that from do you oh yeah well okay I do like planning events speaking of My birthday is coming up. Yeah, planning my birthday. Not like I'm doing some big, huge thing. (laughs) Doing karaoke, right? Yeah, I'm just really excited, and I think my friends are already annoyed with me because I've been talking about this for two (laughs) months. (laughs) When you tried to book the the room, the lady was like, "Um, can you call back in a month or so?" It's (laughs) August, and I was literally like, "I mean, fine. If you don't want my money, like, girl, take the reservation down." (laughs) And she was like. She was like, "When did you want this for?" I was like, "October." She goes, "Okay, well, it's August, so call back sooner, like closer to (laughs) the date." I was like, "Okay, fine." And (laughs) risk not having a spot? No, exactly. So, like, I don't know, but um, so that was for my birthday, and I just got really excited, and I was thinking about like, okay, let me get a list of people that I think will be around Mm -hmm. um, that are close to me that I enjoy spending time with, and then like oh, what could we do when we're there? How can this be different? Like, can I bring a birthday cake? Can it be like super fun and yeah, all this yeah. stuff. And so I like creating events for different aspects in people's life. And then also in college, I had this part-time job with Taste of DC. Have you heard of them? Yeah, I didn't know you had a part-time job. Oh, yeah, I think I did know. Yeah, it was my senior year, and I worked with Taste of DC, and they put on this huge food festival, probably going to come up sometime soon in October in DC, and it's a two-day event on one weekend. I think um, I remember you telling me this, like, when you when you did it. Yeah, and that started off the job, and later on throughout the year, each month, they would have smaller events. Mm-hmm. And like beer cider and wine tasting events. Oh, that's right. Uh People over 21 and you'd go. And it was just like this really cool, fun atmosphere where they were teaching us all about how to put on events, breaking down, um, breaking down events and setting up for events, transitioning people in and out. Um, What did they say in the meeting? And I'll never forget. They're like, we want to teach you how to best manage people in a way where like, you're not, you're not like this, Authoritative figure, but you're working with people to help people, and we're all kind of in this together. And so, I really like the idea of not necessarily managing people, but having people motivate themselves through you. You know, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. that was really cool, and I like that idea. And then they taught us a little bit about um, like the analytical, but I wasn't really, I don't really care about that. So <laughs> I didn't pay attention to it, but. Um, I really liked um, just like the atmosphere that they created and how they were able to do that. And so I liked working with them. And then I had another event planning internship at the American Heart Association. I totally forgot about that one. But that was my first internship ever. um, And we planned a golf gala. And I- Yes. Golf outing. Yeah. I really liked that one too. Yeah. I remember you telling me that. Wasn't it in- And there was like a heart ball. Because I didn't go to a gala. Was it in D.C. or was it like in Silver Spring? It was in D.C. Um, and I got to go to it at the National Building Museum. It was so nice. I was like, oh, my gosh, I should not be.
1: <laughs> yeah. no. like,
0: All these people were donating like thousands, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. It was so crazy. And then, um, uh, what was it? And then we were planning for the golf outing, but my internship was done before I... Um, had the chance to like join them with it so yeah I just prepared for it and then let them take over that's so cool
1: but yeah so, but I really
0: like planning events
1: no so I know I like that too would be great
0: yeah so I know you don't you don't have a degree or anything like in photography or event planning so say somebody wants to get into doing it like freelance like you do what advice would you have for somebody like if they? don't have any schooling and like say they don't plan on going to school for photography, like, cause yeah. you have never taken any classes for photography or event planning. So what advice would you give somebody? Yeah. So I would say, obviously there are like pictures and videos and different pieces of art that kind of speak to people or you'll see things that kind of inspire you or motivate you. And you're like, Oh, I really like how this person did that. Um, I would just say practice makes perfect. So just try to emulate that in your own life, mm-hmm. um, and then I don't think that there needs to be so much direction with it because each person, like their their view of things and their lens, will be unique to them. And so I think that's important too, like finding something that you like and that energizes you, but you get that inspiration from things that you find. So. I'll never forget. And I feel like it's so common. It's like the rule of thirds with photography. Someone was telling me. Okay. Have a picture and you split it into three parts. There's the right, left and center, obviously. Right. Okay. You can have one thing or one object in one of the three, in two of the three or in all three. Okay the three it's like the right and the left and I just kind of remembered that and I don't know how I apply it to pictures but sometimes I do so like if I am on a hike or I'm at like the top of some big whatever and I want the landscape in the background sometimes I'll either have myself in the center off to the right a little bit or off to the left to make sure that I'm in one of the thirds that's just like one rule that somebody told me once and I find myself doing sometimes but I never really think like oh, I have to follow the rule of thirds. And then something, I don't know. There's no like real tips. I feel so bad because I don't really, I just no, kind of like- don't feel bad. And then I'm like, oh, I think I, I would like to take a picture of this. And yeah. Then sometimes so good and sometimes it doesn't. So just trial and error and just capturing what you think looks good. And then if you like it, share it. And mm-hmm. not not even if you think other people like it. Like if you like it, you should share it. Um, and I'm also doing this thing on Instagram too, where I'm not putting captions for a whole year because I think I used to like try so hard. Cause I love like when people have like fun and witty Instagram captions or like people won't post pictures because they don't have a good caption. I'm like, no, if that picture is important to you, then like post it and let it speak for itself. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm like, not even thinking about it, just sharing it because it means something to me. That's so interesting that you say that. Why? I don't know. Cause it's like, I struggle with that too. Like I want to post pictures and I'm like, I feel like I have to have like a witty caption and then like, I'll get like risque and not put any caption. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I just like, you know, broke all the rules and I'm a <laughs> rebel, but it's like, I struggle with that too. Cause it's like social media is like, like you, I feel like it's like a show. It's like you're on stage for like other people, but at the same time, like you were saying, like, it doesn't matter if other people like, like, if you like it, then post it, like, who cares? Yeah. It's like either someone will like it or somebody won't like it, so it's just like. i Think that was interesting. Like I don't think I noticed that you were doing that, but that's a, when did your year start? January one. Oh. Yeah. Wait, yeah. it's starting January one, or it started January one. Started this past year. Oh, okay. So let's see. I didn't post a picture like right away. I don't think. I think no. Right yeah yeah okay so the first picture i posted up for the year was february 1st it says okay um, and then all the pictures after that i didn't put captions i just posted them and that is so cool um, that is so awesome so i like doing little challenges like that like i love that um well for one class our substance abuse class in school we had to get something up for 30 days you remember I did social media, media which was good. And it also wasn't because it was, it was right when I moved here. And so it was a very new environment. I didn't have like a lot of close relationships yet because I was still meeting everybody and getting to know them. And I was really missing people from home and I wanted to keep up with everybody. Um, and I felt like I couldn't keep up with everybody in the same ways because social media, obviously double-edged sword, like it, it makes it very easy to connect, mm-hmm. but it also makes it very easy for that connection to kind of seem superficial. So I felt like I had to choose which relationships were the most important.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that meant like not keeping up with everybody.
1: Which yeah. Was
0: it was also more of a challenge to you because you said you were in a new environment. So it was kind of like a double challenge for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I really had to be present for every moment, even when I was like, uncomfortable which I think was good that I pushed myself in that way to get out of my comfort zone because I feel like I'm kind of shy when I first meet people like I have to get a pulse on somebody yeah okay I see how I fit in this situation yeah this is who I am my personality let me like get in the ring now but I'm not I, I would say that's changed a little bit since finishing the program um but yeah beforehand like moving out here I was like I will just hang out see everybody's vibe what we're working with and then I will figure out who my people are and where I fit and where I'm most comfortable but now it's kind of not even fake it till you make it just like show up take it or leave it yeah (laughs) my gosh I love this this leads to my next question I guess you already kind of talked about it so you talked about kind of what you do for self or what you do for self-care why do yeah. you think self care is so important? And then also dive into like what started you on your personal development journey? Because I can see like a change in you. Like a, like you were fine before, but like everyone always has room to grow. Yeah, well, for self care, like like the saying goes, put your oxygen mask on first. Yes, yeah, yeah. so you can't pour from an empty cup, fellas and oh, ladies. Right then, Breaks. yeah, sound bites. Preach. can from an empty cup. That's cannot. very true. It's impossible. Uh, so, and you want to know something else that's really crazy? Which what? shout out to Courtney Brown, and I don't even think she knows that she impacted me so much. Our friend Courtney Brown from home yeah, From ISC. Uh, and Lenape. For- well, Lenape for me. Wait, really? She graduated in 07. But you guys knew each other? No, I also just realized she graduated when I started working with her at ISAC. Yeah, girl.
1: <laughs> but I
0: think it? she was friends with some of the people, but like, I didn't know her. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so she was my camp counselor, and I was like... Was, what was she really? You know, I don't think she was my camp counselor. Maybe I was like volunteering at but that she's point. She's not that much... Or she was born... She's two years younger than me. Either way, she like was someone who was older than me that I looked up to, and she... Yeah. I remember like we were talking about something and she just said, Oh girl, like you have to take care of yourself. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I don't know why, but that just stuck with me. And I was like, you do have to take care of yourself. And so I've always just remembered that her saying that, and I was like, "You're right, I gotta take care of myself. And so moving out here, I was like, Oh wow. Like I'm the only one out here who knows me best. So I really have to start taking care of myself in different ways than before. Like, um, so that's why self-care became so important to me. And when I first moved out here, self-care looked like taking time to write letters to people. Oh, yeah, Well, back when you didn't have social media. Yeah. That's when I started. Yeah. Which I actually want to do again. Um, just like gratitude letters and writing mm-hmm. people and telling them why you're so thankful and grateful that they're in your life. Like, even mm-hmm. if you haven't talked to them in a while. Yeah. And, um, yeah just being outside in the sun, not even like being active in a sense, but just maybe like laying down, like putting a blanket down, going to the park and reading, um, going for a
1: walk around mm-hmm. the bay,
0: which I do a lot here too. Oh, cool. Yeah, I like doing that. And then trying new foods, which I it sa- doesn't always sound like self-care, but I think just introducing something that's new to you is something that I'd never done before, you know? You and like, Sheree. Sheree you know, likes sushi that I am she likes sushi
1: ew I try I just don't like yeah
0: she tried it last year
1: no I I want to implement
0: that trying new things I had an apricot for the first time a few months ago I just tried blackberries you've never had blackberries They're they're so good they're so like they're they're like they're tart but they're like a subtle tart like they're not as tart as raspberries
1: and there were some that were like kind of sweeter
0: too i was like wow these are good yeah i had some today with my strawberries you did yeah, yeah. i was like what so trying new things trying new foods my first roommate out here like the there were foods that she would eat and i was like oh what's that i don't know if i like that and she was like here just try a bite and i was like you know what? You're right. Let me just try a bite. So I tried like, um, pokey for the first time, seaweed salad, like a lot of Southern California, Asian influenced foods. Um, and they were really good. Pokey's fish. Yeah. It, raw fish. Okay. I was
1: like, I never Oh, is
0: it a type of fish or is it raw fish? It's raw fish that I think you can have different types of pokey. Like, Oh, okay. Tuna. I think she
1: would get tuna
0: and it was really good. And I liked it. Um, but now since being in my program, the, the, my master's program, yeah, so different. So like thinking about your body as a whole and taking care of all parts of your body, thinking about your five senses. So what are things that you like to look at or that are visually pleasing to you Mm -hmm. and seeking out opportunities to fulfill that need? And then what about things that smell good to you? So does that mean baking cookies? And then if you don't want the cookies, like giving them away to friends or getting a candle that reminds you of a time that was a really happy memory or getting a new perfume that you like, just like small different ways to make yourself feel good and like um, taste or so try new foods, get getting like old comfort foods. Um, what are the other senses? Why am I blanking? Oh, that hearing, Okay, hearing, yeah. <laughs> um, music has become so so important my one <laughs> there's this one friend of mine he was like I don't just put music on and like dance around like that's never been a thing that I just do for fun and I looked at him and I was like that's crazy because I literally do that every day like I put music on every single day and I might not dance every day but I'll definitely sing out loud like and I have another friend who like doesn't sing I'm like that's so crazy to me but yeah, yeah most and when i'm at home like there's music playing um,
1: like all the
0: time yeah. And, yeah and in the morning it's like pump-up music sometimes it's girl sometimes it is worship music i whatever am, you are feeling letting my life to kirk franklin i'm like i like kirk yes he has a song with um never would have made it i love that song wow it like really brought me back because i was like i listen to all these songs to really saint john's baptist church or tabernacle to tabernacle I mean way <laughs> back obviously this too, but it's, I mean, way back um and then obviously I keep my Christmas tree up all year round and so that's been up and then I will just like play elevator jazz music that oh. is one of my favorite things to listen to yeah and I like light a candle put on jazz cook dinner and like smell the garlic and just like have a nice little night and then I just started watching Revenge again on Hulu, so I'll put okay. on a little Revenge. Yeah, just like things that you know make you feel good. Yeah. Um, also, meditating. I enjoy that a lot. Do you meditate? Yeah, um, I have this app called Headspace, and I don't. Yes. Yeah, I don't pay for it at all, so I'm using. I'm doing the same exercises over and over yeah. again. We have yeah. at we like twenty that are for free, and so you can just mix and match them which is really nice and I'll use that just in moments where I just like at times I'll do it for long periods of time like maybe once a day for like a month but other times it's just here and there like once every couple of days mine's Um, called let's meditate but I have used the headspace one yeah and then there's another one called stop think breathe which I I think, honestly, I like that. And I recommended it for a lot of my students that I worked with. Over oh, okay. Because um, I think it's, like, kind of more kid-friendly. Um, and then journaling. Journaling has helped a lot. You are reminding me of so many things, like, I want to talk about. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then something that's so hard, too, going back to your journal and reading through it. Yeah. Wait, do you, so do you journal, like... like- your diary or do you journal like just whatever you're thinking? Um, it is kind of like a free flow of thoughts, but I noticed sometimes if I'm not ready to talk to a certain person about something, okay, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'll write. And then I started noticing that I would only journal when things felt bad. And I was like, Oh, well, that's not the only things I want to remember. I want to write about things when days are really good. So then I started balancing things out that way. Just times where I'm like, I want to savor this and I want to write it down. And then just also days where like nothing happened and I'm like, let's find one good thing about today and write that down. Um, And so going back and reading through, I was like, wow, I remember that. I remember being really sad and like feeling kind of lonely in this feeling. And like, yeah, it's really hard, but it's also really nice to read through it because then you see, wow, I've grown so much. Yeah. Um, Oh my God. I am so proud of you. Those things but it's like, I got through it once, I can get through it again. And I feel like my support system is very different than it has been in the past because I'm like seeking people who I'm comfortable telling, this is how I need you to
1: support me. Like,
0: oh my gosh. Um, and trying not to come off as like a therapist, you know, cause like, I'm not, like these are my friends, but then I'm still learning about myself too. And I'm like, no, I need this from you. I need that from you. I need mm-hmm. this from you. But not come across as like, a director and telling people what to do but oh, no know, yeah. like knowing yourself better and then i made a vision board this year i was Oh like, did you? Yeah. And so i did that for self care. That's um, okay. fun. Hanging out with friends cuz for me like if i get very overwhelmed i like to just retreat and be at home. Yeah same. tv and i noticed that sometimes i'll do that and just like get almost caught up in a spiral of like just sitting at home going to get food watching like so many episodes on Netflix Netflix, and I'm like yeah no and I notice how I feel like I feel better when I'm around people like yes I need alone time Mm -hmm. but not alone time so I'm always checking in with myself about that um that's so good but yeah so those things have changed which is really nice that is good that's that's that self-care for your girl at this current moment that's awesome that reminded me i'm doing this um rachel hollis girl wash your face she wrote girl wash your face her and her husband um i can mail it to you if you mail it back to me okay um her and her husband are doing it started today called the last 90 days yeah so it's like technically they're like 90 days plus like a few more days like the end of the year So it's just like you, the idea is to start habits now instead of saving them for like January 1st, because 95% of people fail. Like I can't even tell you how crowded the gym is on January 1st and how gym memberships (laughs) are flooded and come like second, third week in January, they're nowhere to be found. So I wish I had it. It's on the refrigerator, but it's, um, you had to sign up for this email list and like they email you, but it's like these five things that you'll do every single day, like not just Monday through Friday, but every single day from October 1st to, like, 90 days from today. The first one is to drink half of your body weight in ounces of water. Wait, 20, yes, I did that. I started that at the beginning of the year. I'm still doing it. Yeah. The other one is to work out or, like, move your body for at least 30 minutes a day. Like, she was yeah. like, I don't care if you jump on the trampoline, yeah. walk your dog. She's like, just move your body. Yeah. Yeah. The third one is to get up an hour earlier than you usually do, like, to do something for yourself. The fourth one is um, to give up a food category. For This one's for, like, 30 days. But, like, some people, like, stretch it out, but she's, like, start with 30 days of, like, giving up a category of food that you what know, you, know you don't need. Like, I gave up bread. It's so it's, like, give up something that you eat all the time that you know you shouldn't be eating. I kind of gave up pasta for a little bit but yeah I'm back and then the fifth one is kind of what you said about journaling but it's um 10 things that you're grateful for so I already do this like from her so she every morning she I got the idea from her so I've been doing it since before today it's like 10 things that you're grateful for I do it in the morning But now the 90 day challenge, I did it backwards. I did it in the morning. So at the end of the day, you're supposed to do it. So it's like throughout the day, you're looking for things to be grateful for. Cause she's like, it's impossible to be grateful and like angry. So it's like, you can't be in both spaces at the same time. So then also I got from her, which I still do with this 90 day challenge, but you don't have to, but I'm still doing it anyway to write 10 goals that you want to accomplish for yourself. Like there's no like expiration date on them. Like maybe there are some, but like goals as if they've already happened like she'll like she just came out with a clothing line that QVC picked up and she had gone to meet with QVC no lie Blair 3 years ago when her cookbook came out i guess to promote it or whatever mm-hmm. and on the plane ride back because she was she was doing the journaling so she wrote her goal down she was like she wrote as if it had already happened is what you're supposed to do because it's like your brain if you do that do it like that your brain already thinks that it's happened Mm-hmm. So it's like, it'll prepare you to do it. She wrote, I have a clothing line with QVC and no lie, either last week, I think it was last week, she got the call that they picked up her clothing line well, That's
1: so awesome." and she
0: said she's written that goal for the past three years, like every single day. And she's just like, I just like never gave up writing it. So it comes out in the spring and it's so awesome because it's just like, um, Oh, sorry. Every line, or like every clothing line, is like something. Like she, like she has such cute clothes. And so one of them is like stuff you would wear. It's like the vacation line. And it's like the running to the grocery store line. And it's just like all of these like cute clothes, like t-shirts and like jeans. But like jeans, where like you're not like like where you don't feel like you're like sucking yourself in. So it's for. She said it's double zero all the way to three X which I was like yes girl cuz she said I didn't know this but QVC will not pick up a clothing line if it does not have a, raw, a wide range of sizes good like it needs to accommodate everybody type yeah. and she always wears the cutest booty so I don't know if their shoes are included but it's definitely clothes and it comes out April and her her other book Girl's stop apologizing comes out in March so she's a little busy lady she is that's the kind of busy I'd like to be though me too that's my dream not a clothing line. I mean you never know Mm -hmm. yeah just like whatever you're passionate about having all those and like a lot of this stuff she was doing like behind the scenes because it's like I had no idea like I just started following her I think probably like in April of this year or May so it's like I had no idea she like like obviously, you don't wake up one day and say I'm gonna have a clothing line. Like just go to QVC. Like she had to have already been like working with people like way before, like probably three years ago. Yeah. So it's like a lot of the stuff like you have to do kind of like hush and behind the scenes until you're sure that it's going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like you keep it to yourself and you just like keep hustling in the background.
1: Wait, wait, yes,
0: because I was talking to somebody and they told me about a podcast that they were listening to, mm-hmm. how all these companies got started. And each episode was a different company. And they're like, Somebody hey. told me about that. Yeah. They were basically like, you not that you want to keep everything to yourself, but you don't need other people's opinions and other people's like hesitations about your plan while you're making it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because sometimes other people can like derail you. And it's just like, no, 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 no. Stay focused. Almost like tunnel vision, like head down, move forward, keep working on your goals. And then when the time comes, share your project with everybody. I think it's your secret hush hush, but like, yeah, it should be for the world to see. I honestly think it's because like when you're starting out, like you're still vulnerable. So it's like you said, like people, you can allow people to derail you, like not because you're weak, but just because it's like, you're putting your heart out there and you don't get, Have the tools to like guard people from. I don't know. It's like you're not strong enough in that sense where if someone were to be like, oh, that's dumb, like you won't come home and cry about it. Like you'll just be like, okay, excuse me, let me finish what I'm doing. So it's just like, not that you're weak, it's just you, you're not ready. You're not done yet. You're "You're in a season of becoming. Yeah. Remember that quote that I posted? That is one of my favorite my favorite quotes i've ever read like don't allow yourself to trudge or like run headfirst into something you're not ready for and don't allow yourself to shrink back into what's comfortable like find the comfortability in the in-between because we're a season of becoming i was like yeah i feel like even rachel Hollis said she always says like We're like ever evolving, like you're never done, so it's like you always have room for growth, so it's like personal development to me. That's why I do yoga all the time because it's a practice, like you're never going to get to the end, right? Which is like that's how what I tell myself about Candy Crush, too. Well, yeah, but it's like with yoga, it's like some days I'm like on fire, other days I'm just like, I don't want to be on my mat, not just not they don't want to be on it but it's just like I can only give 10 minutes because I'm just not feeling it today but it's like honor your body every day like yoga is is more than poses yoga is like sometimes yoga could be meditating in your bed for five minutes being like I need to get through this day without hurting somebody (laughs) or you can like or yoga could be like an hour and a half hot yoga class like some days you need that some days you don't need that so I actually it's perfect because i the 30 days or like the 90 day challenge like to work out every day for um at least 30 minutes i actually yoga with adrian it's free yoga channel on youtube i am obsessed with her huh my friend does that i love it she has a new challenge every month so of course october 1st started today so how perfect i'll probably do october november and december so she has a new yoga it's not new but like it's like a list she already has the whole list from 1 to 31 for october and it's like videos like you know she's done before like she'll put in like the playlist so I did mine this morning it was a short yoga practice and it was it was like 13 minutes the last 12 minutes another yoga practice was meditation actually we sat on our mat I swore she said it was five minutes but I swore it was longer <laughs> yeah it's funny too because like sometimes meditating like you if you do it for the same amount of time each time sometimes it like it's done like that and then other times it drags on you're like are we not done yet yeah like I just feel like self-care is just whatever like you said like whatever feels good to you
1: Mm -hmm. like some
0: people self-care is like like I woke up yesterday because I um helped Sheree move and everything my mom was coming over and um I was so tired because I was up like 12 30 finishing an article that I was writing and I usually like when I'm up like I'm up and like starting the day but like I woke up at like eight something and I was like I'm gonna do something I've never done. I got back in bed and I read for like an hour. Like it was killing me because I wanted to like start my day. But I was like no you need to chill because you're tired. It's like I had a headache because I was tired. So it's like
1: like, with with a headache.
0: Yeah because you're so tired.
1: All day yeah but
0: it's like I need to learn how to relax and I don't know how to do that
1: yeah I'm
0: learning how to do that too I started going to bed earlier because I get up at five now we're like five fifteen, so it's like I usually go to bed around like not nah, like I'm usually winding down now but like no I try to go to bed like no no later than like 10 or 10 30 because I, I know I have to be up at like five
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: I've been trying to do that too I mean, over there now, it's like 6.06 for you,
1: so you have a little bit while to go.
0: I haven't even had dinner yet. What would you eat for dinner? This is honestly one of my favorite questions to ask people. I don't don't know why, but every time I talk to people and it's dinner time, for me, I ask what you guys ate, and maybe I'll go eat that. I made lasagna for the week. Well, I'm not going to eat that because I don't like cheese like that. I know. Was it good though? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I made white lasagna because I can't have tomatoes. So it's, it was like the pre cooked lasagna noodles. Thank you, Jesus, because I didn't like boiling them. So they already cooked. I just um, It's like ricotta, which is awesome. And instead of ground turkey, I used ground chicken. First, it was like spinach and mushroom. Then I was like, I want some meat in here. So I got ground chicken. It was so good. I just love the meatiness of ricotta.
1: Got the cheese,
0: it's so delicious, and like I used it's like milk and butterfly like with the white sauce. I was like, Am I gonna be able to taste this milk? Thank mm-hmm. god I wasn't. Oh, yeah, you don't like milk, <laughs> I can't
1: stand it, it's disgusting oh, god. to me.
0: And I'm working on that too, where it's like I say stuff is disgusting, but I'm like, Okay, so and so may like it, but just because that doesn't mean it's in the world, like I may not like it, but other people maybe like Ronald loves milk. I cannot stand it. When was the last time you had milk? Um, When I was forced to. And how old were you? <laughs> also, we were at Birchfield. I don't even think you were. Oh even... So you were like a child. You and Shree weren't even thought of. Nobody was thought of. It was just the three grandkids. Or maybe Julian was born.
1: Try milk again.
0: Um, so it was, I remember the cup specifically. It was that blue Tupperware cup. I'm sure you, the light blue one was like a uh, medium yeah. size. Yeah. And I thought it was cute. So I think I was like... Five maybe because we lived there, lived with the nanny and papa t- from I was born till I was three, then Birchfield from three to seven because then Sheree was born at um, Stonegate.
1: Yeah.
0: So I think it was like five. I was old enough to pour a glass of milk. Let's just say it this way. So I thought it was cute to pour a glass of milk all the way to the top. Yeah. I don't know if I saw it on TV. I don't know what I was craving milk at the age of five. I don't know. And I don't know where my parents, I'm sure my parents like were somewhere. They didn't leave me unsupervised. I'm sure they thought I was getting juice or something. So I poured the milk and I went into the bathroom or something and drank it or tried to drink it. took like a sip. And I was just like, I don't want this. And my mom was like, you poured it. You have to drink it. I was like, but I don't want it. It was, they made me finish it. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like my parents have done that to me too. Like when we were little, we are like, "If it's it's on your plate, like you put it there, so like eat it." And I'm like, "I don't want this." And she gave me the line. That probably was never my issue because I always went. my mom. I either they poured it. I don't even know why they poured it me because it's like they knew I didn't like did you get milk. Sick? Huh? No, I just didn't like it. I was repulsed by it. Oh, I don't know why do like I thought smell it was not Like, do you not like the smell? I, no, I just don't, I can't. Thinking of it is making me a little nauseous. <laughs> I like almond milk, but only in my smoothies yeah. that I have every day. I can't do, like, I can do milk in things as long as I can't taste, like, in the lasagna, it was burnt, like, it was cooked, so I can not taste it. Like, obviously, milk is in macaroni and cheese, and obviously, milk is in the cheese that I eat all the time. Yeah, I just I can't taste it. I don't love, like, Like what you said, I don't think I ever really crave milk, but sometimes I would just want, like, Uh -uh. not a full glass, but, like, just a cup of milk, which is strange. But Uh I haven't felt that way since I was, like, a kid, you know? Sometimes I crave strawberry milk. Oh, I will go to the store. Like, I will have tunnel vision. I will walk into the store, go right to the strawberry milk, and I will purchase it, Blair, and then before I drive off, I will guzzle it before I before my what? body realizes it's what's strawberry- going on. And they finish it and I'm like, oh, what,
1: strawberry milk what did I just like- do?
0: It's white milk with strawberry And you don't like milk? Like does it probably taste like milk. Because it it's a little bit, but it tastes more strawberry. It's by <laughs> Yahoo. Or Yuho. Yahoo, <laughs> <Yoo-hoo, laughs> Not Yahoo. Yeah. I used to make it. We used to have the powder, which has so many freaking grams of well, sugar in it. I remember when we were little, I think maybe this is why I crave milk. Like before we would go to bed, we would, I don't know if Peyton was old enough to do it with us, but me and Taylor would watch, remember Emerald Lagasse Live, that show? Okay. So we would come on at 8 yes. p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, during the week. And so before we go to bed, because, because you know, our bedtime was 8:30 p.m every day and so we'd watch the party, even on the weekends even on the weekend, we'd watch um emerald agassi in our parents' room and we would get one glass of either water orange juice or milk before we got went to bed and then we started like spilling it and making a mess so then we could only have water and then um, and then that tradition just oh stopped God. someday. I don't know why or when but it did.
1: Maybe Emerald was <laughs> air. Who knows?
0: yeah that's so funny and one last question i have what advice would you give to anybody who wants Um, to move across the country
1: or who is going to move across the country want
0: to move across the country i say find a way to move across the country like like what you were saying kind of put it out into the universe that this you want write the goal Mm -hmm. as if it's already happened and then figure out a plan it doesn't have to happen today or tomorrow like it could happen in a year but just like keep taking steps towards it, big or small, progress, not perfection, right? And then yes, if you already are moving across the country, one thing that I wish that I had done, which I notice about myself now, when it comes to transitions, I'm so bad with them. I just like to be in the next place already. Like I don't savor the transition. Yes, that's what Rachel Hollis was saying. She was saying like every yeah. single time she has a success, like she doesn't savor it. She's, she's like, all right, what's the and next goal so I have to accomplish? She started like wanna, savoring successes. I, here, I didn't pack my things until the night of. Like my flight was maybe at like eight in the morning and I started packing at 11 p.m. The day before, I was so tired. I fell asleep, woke up at 4 a.m. in a panic, and just shoved clothes in there. I didn't even pack jeans. I was like, it's fine. I'm going to California to live, not like vacation. I was like, I don't need jeans. And then I got here. I was like, wow, I'm not prepared. Um, And I think just like the transition and like preparing for a change for me, it's just like, okay, take the moments, slow down, savor it. And then it's kind of like grieving a loss almost like you are leaving a place that you're really familiar with. Mm-hmm. So make sure you take time to kind of like say goodbye in whatever way you want to, to places that, you know, you're comfortable with. And also knowing that like, you can always come back yeah. to it too. Um, that was one thing that kind of scared me. Cause I was yeah. like, I'm moving across the country. Like I'm moving across the country. I'm so far away. And then I was like, but I can always come back. Like home is always there. And it's not the place. It's the people. Yeah. So yeah. Um, And then once you get to wherever you're going, put yourself out there, try new experiences. Remember, it's also okay to feel like you need a break from new things. So search for things that feel familiar. Like when I got here, I went to the movies because I remember my freshman year of college, I was so nervous being in a new environment. And then I went to the movie theater and I was like weirdly grateful for chain businesses because I was like, wow, this feels just like, home because this is True. a place that I'm familiar with. And I know, and I was like, this is just like the AMC in Mount Laurel. And so I did that when I went to college and I did that when I moved out here too. And it just felt good. And then I would like call people from home, just remembering to stay connected with people, even in a new environment. So kind of just find that them I, yeah, that's, Interesting, you say that. What do you mean by sometimes you need a break like from if trying you know, new things? Just throw yourself into a new environment, and everything is new, and everything's unfamiliar and uncharted territory. It takes time to figure out how to maneuver your way through things. So, if everything you're going to be, mm-hmm. you're going to be in a lot of situations where you're not always going to excel because it's the first time you're trying it. So. In terms of wins and losses you might be experiencing a lot of losses a lot of learning experiences and that can feel really defeating and discouraging from putting yourself out there over and over again and so i think it's really important to notice when you're feeling not 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 beat or defeated but notice when you're feeling like that was a lot of new that was a lot of me putting myself in vulnerable situations I need to retreat for a little bit and take care of myself. Go back to what feels familiar and know that this isn't this isn't the end. This isn't a period on the sentence. This is just a break and I can get back up and go out, you know? Oh. Yes. Find your Preach safe haven. Know that you're good. Fill her back up because you can't pour from an empty cup.
1: You're right back, out back. there.
0: <laughs> it's always fine to take a break. Even That's from things that you're yeah. familiar with. So yeah. And I, I learned that not the hard way, but I started to notice that when I would like check in with myself. I'm like, there's so much new stuff. I feel like I'm just I'm trying to always put my best foot forward. I'm always trying to figure out social situations with people that I don't really know yet. And I just need to I need to talk to my friends at home. Like I need to have yeah. the back and forth with people that I'm comfortable with yeah. that know me. Um and so yeah, I think it's important to balance both of them. So when you move away, you always stay connected to, to your roots.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. That's so funny. That's interesting that you say that, too, because it's like you said that home will always be there, but then you caught yourself. You're like, yeah. it's the people, because mine Cherie's home. It's there, bro. We don't live there anymore. Exactly. And we don't and own and it and anymore.
1: house is gone, too. Like,
0: so it's just like two homes that I grew up in, I no longer have any, like I have ties to them because it's my past, but it's like, I can't just, ro- I don't have a yeah. key to either I'm of those houses to- anymore. All of that happened. I feel like so much life happened while I was gone and I was so far away during all of that time. So when I would come home, it's just like, it doesn't always feel the same
1: because things are different.
0: And I'm like, oh,
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: And so much life happened in two years. And I feel like, exactly was I really here? Or like, yeah, and it all happened so fast. Like two years happened so fast. Two whole years of our lives have, it's so different. And it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like a long period of time. But then you look back and it's like, that's a long time. That's a big chunk of time. Like, I just remember like, yeah. Finding out, mm-hmm. him moving out, and, like, trying to figure out what's going on. And then like, two, two weeks ago, probably almost three weeks ago this week, maybe, the, the divorce was final after two years. separation, I'm just like, wait, like, because I'll, like, it's always 2016 to me that that's the year that all this happened, because that's the year that I turned 30. It's the year I went yeah. to visit Ronald in Atlanta. And that's when it all happened. And I found out the day I went, like, the remember. day after I got back. Like, that's why I wouldn't, like, certain things you just, like, you never forget. Like, I remember where I was on 9-11. I remember where I was when Papa passed away. Like, I just remember, like, you some, I feel like everything that happens to people that's, like, traumatic or tragic or big to them, you never forget. Like, growing now, I don't remember what I was wearing, but it's, like, you never forget where you were. Like you remember like the year because so because A, B, and C happened. It's like I remember it because I just got back from visiting Ronald in Atlanta because he was there for work. And I came back on a Monday, went back to work on a Tuesday, and that's when it all happened. And I had to pull Ronald out of a meeting to tell because I was like, I can't not tell him until I get home. Like this can't and I like was crying because I had to go to Safeway and like it was just crazy. Like craziness. I just remember it all. But I just like the spot, like you were saying how like you hide things from people that you're working on. Like the only people who knew I was working on a podcast are the people that I reached out to, to do interviews. Like I didn't announce it like, because even some people, some people, not that they argue with that, but some people will say the other side of their it's like put stuff out there on social media to hold yourself accountable. But it's like, I didn't want to do that. And then me like not do it. Cause I feel like, you know, it'd be like letting yeah. people down, but it's just like The only people that knew were the people that I reached out to. And it's like, that still took like months to get stuff together. But it's like, when I dropped the first episode, everyone's like, oh my gosh, like, that's awesome. And I'm like, I made sure I put in the post, like, I've been sitting, working on this, sitting on this, like back and forth, like working on it, sitting on it, working on it, sitting on it since like May or like the summer. Cause it's like, I was terrified what people would think and like terrified to hear myself talk because like you have to edit it to like hear yourself talk a million times. It's like, I don't want to hear myself talk. Who the hell wants to hear me talk? And it's just like, I'm like, oh, I should have guests on. So it's like, you know, because I've been listening to podcasts for like a couple years. I'm just like, I could do that. Because even Ronald was like, you just started a podcast like two years ago. I was like, who does that? (laughs) And I like went into this like like, research.
1: How do you do do this?
0: Literally Blair, I did so much research, like. And the best way for me yeah. to learn was yeah, to just do it. do it.
1: Yeah,
0: like That's why I was like, okay, I'm either going to use Zoom or Skype. I was like, Skype didn't have the capability that yeah. I need at the moment. So I'm going to use Zoom. And it's like, I have GarageBand for when it's like in person, like I did with Sheree. But it's like, I'll just, you know, convert this into a media file and put it into GarageBand. Probably not much editing I can do with this, but I mean, like, whatever. It's another thing. It's like podcasts, like real life. So it's just like, Can you really edit real life? Like it happens. I'm just like, I was like asking like so many people that like, like, I hate the word famous, but like people that like I knew were starting podcasts. I'm like, what? Like, how would you do that? Somebody was like, oh, I just use Zoom. It's so easy. I'm like, excuse me? Because when Ronald told me, literally Blair, like I researched to the death and I just forgot about it. And then I have this thing called analysis paralysis where, like, I think I have to, like, research and analyze everything where it's just, like, I keep doing it. And it's, like, just get over it. Yeah. Get over yourself and just yeah. do it. And that's why my last episode was about fear. I just released that yesterday. And I figured out, like, how to get it on other platforms like Stitcher. Like, I figured all that out yesterday. Yeah. It's, like that's another thing um Rachel Hollis said she heard who said this somebody said it but it's like in our world today basically it's like um there's so much access to the internet like for most people luckily like fortunately it's free for most people like the access to like free information it's like ignorance is a choice it's like you don't know how to start a podcast google how to start a podcast like, my mic was, like, 40 bucks on Amazon, Blue Yeti. Like, and some people, like Rachel Hollis, I think, or, like, other people, sometimes they don't even have a mic video yeah. from their phone. I think one of our professors started a podcast, and
1: they were saying that. Yeah. Oh, nice. And it's,
0: like, I'm not fancy. Like, I'm sitting in our spare bedroom. I don't have a freaking podcast studio. It's like some people do it in their closet or, like, you know, in the bedroom or, like, the bathroom, like, like somewhere.
1: It seems, like,
0: doable and manageable because there are so many ways that you can get it done. And that's what It's I- crazy. It's awesome. And, like, I know you'd like it. You I'm going to it out there. When you start your podcast, you're going to love I- it because you love editing. I think that's part of it. I was like, could I make, like, a cool transition for this? Could I add? Oh my God, you could be my editor. I just can't pay you right no, now, but you I could be my editor.
1: Right now. <laughs> I'm so hit me up, hit me up later. Interesting position where I'm jobless.
0: Um, hit me up when you have money coming in and you just need a side volunteer. I am, I'm your girl. I will be your girl. <laughs> like, let me send yeah. this to my video editor, oh my God, Blair. i to do like promos and stuff yes hit me up when you have um residual okay. income <laughs> then we can talk
1: because right now
0: yeah. I don't have that I think it would be right just now. so fun like I don't even know if I did start a pro let me change that not if when I started a podcast I don't know exactly what it would be mm-hmm. about and I feel like I'm just gonna keep it at that like it'll just be whatever it is yeah. I didn't know what mine was gonna be about like one time I was like at my old job we'd always, like, at the end of the day, we would, like, um, do, like, advertise, we'd sit on advertising materials and stuff, and my fr- coworkers and I, like, certain ones, we'd just, like, sit at this table, like, just, like, we'd always just sit at a certain table, and we would just always talk about, like, anything, and they're, like, you guys should start a show, or they're, like, tea time with Tawana, or, like, yeah. so-and-so, but somebody. This was, like, three years ago, I texted my friend, I was, like, remember that one time we used to sit in, like, do the advertising stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, guess what I did? (laughs) And I named it Tea Time with Tawana. And even Sheree was like, you know, you should have like your guests, like you guys could have like a drink every single time you do an interview, like tea or wine or beer. it's like, you both drink whatever you're drinking, like while you're doing the
1: podcast episode.
0: I I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. It's like so many things Mm -hmm. are just like so many ideas, just like evolving. And then she's like, Sheree's like, oh, maybe you can get like, um, yeah. your book can do you come have from us." Guests lined up and stuff for. Uh, let's plug them. I do. Not say yet. Um. Yeah. So we're not gonna say <laughs> yet. Yeah. I'm doing one. I'm doing an interview on Sunday. Okay. Yes, yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, I'm interviewing someone on Sunday, but I have a few lined up, and I'm thinking of other ones too, and like. I'm on um there's so many resources out there for podcasters like how you can find guests and stuff okay. so I was like um I'm not famous and who wants to be on my podcast but it also it's just like and, family. and like I feel like yeah not to toot our own horn we're pretty funny yeah we're pretty awesome like what's that quote it's like no one finds us <laughs> as funny as um, we do or something like i feel that way about me and Sheree. that i feel that way about like all like, of us like no one I just, thinks we're funny know. As we but know. like what you said however like those words have come out of our mouths before like wow we should have a
1: podcast we're so funny and they're like and now yeah. like, maybe we will because maybe we'll, maybe we'll
0: you said you should have one with um yes, jameer and cynthia but, and like it'd be so cool to just have one. and like oh my god if you guys just all sit around or like listen, virtually if you can't do it in person is do it always on fire like every single
1: day talk to so, do it so i
0: like, would listen there's this podcast i just there's one I had to listen to it's called sassy and uncalled for i think it's called but it's too i love the name i would you say i don't know what it what it is <laughs> Oh my gosh, Google it. I'll text it to you. Like you will love them. There's these two girls that met, I think, in film school in Cali, and uncalled they were like, ass- Oh, we should start a podcast. And, like they set sa- yeah. Sassy and Uncalled For, yeah. And um it's just both of them just sitting there just like talking about things. that like they have guests on and the beginning, it just came out I think last year, but like the first couple episodes was each of them, or it's only two of them. So they one episode was just one the one of them interviewing the other it's like they had um questions from like listeners and they would like ask it so it was like one episode was about stephanie like which was one of the hosts one episode was about um chelsea which was the other host so it's just like they're like this is weird they're like we're used to doing the interviewing they're like we're not used to being interviewed but it's like they talked about like where they grew up and like things that shaped them and like one of them is from Utah, and, like, she was, like, one of two non-Mormons in her school. Wow. she's from Salt Lake City. And she's, like, yeah, I just, you know, wasn't my thing. And the other one's from Ohio, and she's an attorney, but it's, like, she podcasts, and, like, she does... It's called the Daily Mail or the Daily something. It's, like, um, it's a TV thing. I don't know if it's, like, online or if it's a TV show. It's, like, a news thing. I think it's, like, E true Hollywood not e-through Hollywood, but, like, e-news, but it's called, like, the Daily Mail. But I'll text you, because, like, they're really cool, and, like, she, like, went, she was home, so they they lived in Cali together, and they moved to New York, and, like, they both went through, like, breakups, and, like, a divorce, and, like, all of these things that, like, you don't normally hear, Mm -hmm. because, like, they were interviewing each other, and, like, she got homesick, so she moved back home, she took the Ohio Bar, then she transferred, to another school to be with her now ex-husband because he was in the military. And it's like, that's where they broke up. Yeah. But she had to stay, She had to finish school. And it's like, wow, I moved out here for you. And now we're getting divorced and I can't move back. So thanks. But I mean, she finished, like she graduated and she passed the Ohio bar. She actually took the bar in California. She said that she was not ready at all and she failed. And she's like, well, yeah, now I know. It's because like, I barely studied for it. but she took it again. And she's barred in Ohio and California. I was like, oh my gosh, and they talk about like real things, like, um, like sex and like if they want to have kids or not. They have like people on there to talk about that, and it's just like one of them was like, yeah, I'm not really want to have kids, but she was just like, I love my nieces and nephews, like they're my own yeah. kids, and she was like, I'm fine with that. And it's like one of them is the middle, one of them is the youngest of four, and it's just like things that like shaped them, and like one one of them. So during the interview, they each had people from their past or like from their life call in, but they didn't know they were calling in. So one of them had the dad called in. I mean, it was fine. Like the people calling in knew that they were calling in. So that was cool. It's like one of them was like her college roommate and the other one was like her dad and like other one actually was really cool. It was the sister of her ex-boyfriend. They were together, Blair, for seven years. But it was really interesting because she was a lot younger than him. I think when they broke up, she may have been like 23. They were together since like forever and she was just like, you know what? She's like, because they had just like bought a condo together and everything and like he was ready to have kids and she was like, hold up, like, I have not lived my life, like, by myself, like, single. So she up and moved to California. And that's why they broke up, because she's, like, I need, because she's, I'm not suffocated, but, like, she was 23, and she was like, I'm not ready to settle down yet. And she's like, I'm sorry, not sorry, like, she's like, they're still really good friends now, and she's still friends, like, with his family, and that's one of the people that called him was his um his sister, and they're, like, best okay. friends. They've been doing each other for, like, 15 people years. Now? Or, like, are they, so I don't know if he's seeing anybody. I think she's just casually dating or like single or whatever. But she still talks to his sister. Like oh. they are best friends. She, the sister, I guess, like almost sister-in-law. The sister actually is part time watches her dog. Like when she's in New York. Like so, she lives in Connecticut, and she actually has like half custody of her dog. Because <laughs> like her dog, they moved to New York, and he just wasn't into city living, so he moved in with her ex-boyfriend's sister in Connecticut. She loves slick. She was like, yeah, I'm like, like have custody of your dog. So it's like, they've been friends for 50, like they've known each other for 15 years. And like, she, they thought she was older than she was. Like they knew how old she was, but she just came off as like being older. I forgot how they met, but she was just like, I guess if she was older or or if they were the same age or they met at a different time, they would probably still be together but she's just like i still love him she was just like i just had yeah. to do what was best for me i was like that is for such her. a mature decision that's probably not easy no they just like we just like, purchased a like, condo i'm sure things weren't yeah. awful in their relationship so people were probably like why are you ending something that's good but for her like there were other things that were important yeah. too I just really commend her. She was she just up and moved to California, and she got into film school, and that's where she met the co-host, or the other host there. I think they've known each other for like six years, but they're like best friends. It's so funny. They're so Chelsea and Stephanie. It's Chelsea and Chelsea because she lives in Chelsea. And then Stephanie lives in Brooklyn, so they call her the Brooklyn Blonde. This is it still sassy and what's it called? I'm looking it up right now. Sussy, sassy and uncalled for. So they're both, like, very blunt. One's more blunt than the other, and, like, they'll say things. Like, Chelsea's more blunt than Stephanie, but it's, like, kind of, like, stuff that, like... Like, they talk about sex, which is, like, they talk about it openly. But it's just like, it's not like raunchy. Yeah. It's just like real life. Oh, I
1: see, it right now. I don't have that many episodes. Are they, is this yeah. new? I think it just oh, started in March see, of this oh, year. Yeah, you're right. There's more. Either
0: this year or last year. But I know sometimes with some podcasts, like mm. they don't always have all their episodes up, like even past ones. But follow them on Instagram there. So if they have an Instagram for each of them and then for their podcast. I like this. They're so funny. I forgot where I heard about it. Oh, I heard about it because um, I went to college with this girl or this woman. I call people I girls. She's a woman. I've been
1: people. doing that too. Probably
0: a grown woman. But she actually posted her stories, I think maybe a couple months ago in the summer, that she was on their podcast. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I want to listen to, like, see what her interview is about. And that's what got me hooked was her interview. I was like, I like these girls. And, like, They knew each other from New York because I think she, this girl that I know, this woman that I know teaches, Uh she's a soul cycle instructor. And I think one of them had like gone to her class or something like that and became
1: friends. They all three became friends. Yep. Yep.
0: I don't know what Chelsea does, but I think Stephanie Mm -hmm. does the Daily Mail show and she's the attorney from Ohio they're really cool they're super funny yeah i just listened to their each of their interviews last week so i'm like eagerly like looking every day to see like what episodes are on but yeah i listen to podcasts every single day
1: yeah
0: i have like a plethora of like a million of them love it love it love it love it it's also this other one it's called harder to kill i think i also found that on someone's stories too her name is stephanie she has a blo- steph godro um her blog is called stupid easy paleo that. yeah and i started listening to Serial again oh, yeah i remember that one i think you and sherry were telling me about it
1: oh look there i am can Go you closer. see me
0: Like, over to the side.
1: There it is. That's not your face. Oh, that's not mine. I saw the episodes.
0: Here I am. so cool. I know. And I also listen listen to, like, everything. I love them, though. I just follow these peeps wherever they go. But
1: it is almost 10 o'clock here. So,
0: I always not that I forget about the time difference but it's around this time where it's so crazy how different it is because it's almost seven o'clock like it's 6 30.
1: I still have so much time left mm. I don't know what I'm gonna eat
0: for dinner yet though I think I'm gonna go buy something
1: because I need to be saving Ooh. money maybe I'll go to the grocery store really quick yeah
0: yeah maybe, maybe not. figure something out get something to nourish your soul we shall see time will tell that's my new phrase i'm going to only time will tell time will tell i keep getting all these birthday emails
1: yes your birthday's in four days
0: well that's great now you know all the free stuff you can get on your birthday I just got an email from Nike. I got an email from Coles. I got an email, which I'm going to use this time Vera Bradley. But it's like really cool because, like, all these companies let you oh, the, use it. You oh, have a whole nice. month to use it. Because I always like you get emails and stuff, and it's like only on the day. I'm like, well, I'm not going to go up to all these places. And then... Yeah. I should be getting one from Yoga Works soon. I think on like my actual birthday, I think you have like a week, like, yeah. so seven days after your birthday, including your birthday, to like, I think. It's a free class. I went I did it last year. So it's like I had to okay. like the 12th to use well, it. I'm gonna be on the lookout for those two as my birthday starts to come up. Are you signed up with anybody? I, know. It's like it's okay, notes, I forget what list. I sign up for. And then around my birthday. I'm like, you get free, honestly. Like, then you get emails. Great. I'll be in. And I think I don't have the Starbucks card, but I'm sure you get like a free drink at like Starbucks, Starbucks if you're like signed up with them. I know you I can get like an iced tea.
1: Yeah, I
0: never really go in there because I'm always just like, Oh, that's my coffee. This is what I'm not do. I know you know who I wish would send birthday emails, Preaching Target. To Holler at me, um, <laughs> i Holler. in there in two seconds, like all day. <laughs> like, save an extra five percent. I'm there, Target. Whatever you <laughs> want me to save on my birthday, I'm there. Ugh. Oh, Target. All right, well. Do you have any yeah, more questions, not, or want to talk we about can anything we can else? Save that for our, our next episode that we do together. Absolutely, and maybe you can interview me. May. Maybe oh, I can get all we'll my get guests to interview me. <laughs> like a different interview, like Sheree's gonna do one, yeah, you can do one, okay. but it's like different like topics.
1: It. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be cool. All right. Well, was it was nice question. talking to you.
0: Yes. Can I listen to this before it goes online, or I'm gonna? yeah i think i think i can send this to you like i'm gonna send it to myself but i think i can send it to you because zoom like i don't know like i it records it but it also like it's able to like send you
1: the audio well, version I of
0: it trust all of your editing abilities so I listen like everybody else thank you it's- Thank you. it'll probably oh, drop I have a question on too, Sunday because I want to post about it um uh-huh. but like I said before I'm not posting captions so uh-huh. how how do you post because I'll put it on my story like my Instagram story I'll be like
1: Mario.
0: when it drops when it drops I'll tell you and you can uh, okay, take a cool. screenshot or I'll send you a screenshot okay when it's uploaded because I, I want to like be able yeah. to tell people where to go, and I just have like a picture. Yeah, and I'm like, Without I can't it explain it because I don't want. I'm not doing captions.
1: Okay, cool. So I'll yeah, do
0: that. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks for hopping on that, Tea Time with uh, Twila. I was gonna say, let's just it was also talk to catch up later too. Yeah. Good night. Okay. Bye. Guys, thank you so, so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Tea Time with Tawana. I hope it spoke to you, and I hope you took something away from this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to anywhere where there are podcasts. And also, do me a favor and tell your friends, your family, and your neighbors. I'll talk to you soon.